Section thirty eight of the Medici, volume one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Medici, volume one, by G. F. Young. Chapter sixteen Clarice de' Medici, Clarice Strozzi, born fourteen ninety three, married fifteen o eight, died fifteen twenty eight clarice the second of the two children of pietro the unfortunate and sister of lorenzo duke of urbino was far more capable than either her father mother or brother her uncle leo x used to say that it would have been well for the family if clarice had been the man and her brother lorenzo the woman she had a high spirit and a strong intelligence and frequently saved her husband from disaster by her courage and ability her very interesting portrait taken when she was about seventeen shows a fine strong intellectual face fully in keeping with the character she afterwards displayed clarice's life exemplified the vicissitudes of the medici fortunes for during her comparatively short life the family were twice in the highest prosperity and twice in the deepest adversity born in the medici palace when her family was at the height of the splendor to which it had been brought by her grandfather lorenzo the magnificent she was when a year old carried away from florence when her parents were exiled and the whole of her girlhood was passed in the nomadic existence entailed on her family by that exile her father died when she was ten years old and when she was fifteen her mother alfonsina gave her in marriage to filippo strozzi head of the strozzi family and a man of much influence both at florence and at the papal court although her husband was fined and banished for this marriage with her he was suffered to return to florence about a year later bringing his young bride with him then when clarice was nineteen came the return of the medici to florence and her uncle giuliano became ruler of the state and in the following year that rule passed to her brother lorenzo clarice was the first mistress of the handsome strozzi palace in the via tornaboni which begun twenty years before was first occupied when in fifteen ten she and her husband were allowed to return to florence though it was not finally completed until fifteen thirty six in fifteen thirteen her uncle giovanni became pope and being a favorite with him clarice was often in rome during the years of his pontificate in fifteen nineteen when she was twenty-six her brother lorenzo died and her distant relative cardinal giulio de medici whom she cordially detested came to administer florentine affairs and when in fifteen twenty three he became pope clarice had opportunities of seeing the gradual working of his policy as regards florence and the change of feeling towards her family which it produced we hear of her again in rome in fifteen twenty four where for some time she resided taking charge of her brother lorenzo's only child catherine then five years old but in fifteen twenty five affairs in rome after the battle of pavia becoming unsettled clarice returned to florence where she had the mortification of seeing that palace which was associated in her mind with all the glory of her family occupied by the two illegitimate scions of the family ippolito and alessandro and their guardian cardinal passerini pope clement's representative 
in the following year clarice by her boldness and resource saved her husband's life not the only occasion of the kind during her life when in september fifteen twenty six the colonna forced clement to give hostages as a guarantee of his good faith the latter gave as a hostage his friend filippo strozzi who was then in rome and when clement broke his agreement and committed his atrocious attack on the colonna strozzi's life was in the greatest danger clarice who had remained in florence much out of health as soon as she heard this news got into her litter travelled with all speed to rome where she declared that filippo had been basely and foully sent like an innocent lamb to the slaughter and by her energetic action on arrival there eventually obtained her husband's liberty early in fifteen twenty seven the storm which he had provoked burst upon clement he was besieged in the castle of sant'angelo florence rose in revolt against the thraldom which had been gradually imposed upon her ever since he had become the ruling spirit of the family and for the third time in their history the medici were banished on this occasion clarice gave full evidence of her strength of character and lofty spirit filippo her husband unable to decide which side to take remained shut close in his palace full of doubt and uncertainty no such feelings oppressed his high-spirited wife clarice justly hating clement the seventh was not at all displeased at seeing him brought to disgrace and disaster the more pride she took in her ancestors the more wrath she felt at the course being pursued by the existing head of the family and she eagerly seized the opportunity of dealing a blow at his plans which might be a decisive one she first advised her irresolute husband to stick to the side of the republic advice which he eventually took then sallying forth to the medici palace the home of her ancestors now tenanted by those whom she considered only half medici unworthy to be the bearers of that once honoured name she proceeded to eject them in the following fashion the scene in the medici palace on that nineteenth may fifteen twenty seven and clarice's part therein is thus vividly described by trollope in the medici palace after the news had come of the terrible sack of rome and that pope clement had fled and was closely besieged in the castle of sant'angelo and while in the palazzo della signoria the great council hastily assembled and still only half determined to take the decisive step discussed a revolution sat the cardinal passerini with his three young charges awaiting the decision of the council dismayed and irresolute while the whole length of the via larga outside presented to one looking on it from the medician palace a threatening billowy sea of heads to them thus sitting trembling and perplexed entered the haughty and intrepid clarice bent on bringing them to a very speedy resolution clarice hated her relative clement and burnt with indignation at seeing the illegitimate ippolito and alessandro made inheritors of her family's honours and pre-eminence entering the room with haughty step and flashing eye full of indignation and raising her voice so loud that it was even heard by those in the street outside she bitterly taunted the trembling cardinal at having brought his own and his master's affairs to such a pass 
contrasting how differently things were managed by my ancestors who were true medici and who with benevolence and gentleness gained the loyalty of the florentines and so found them constant in adversity but you turning to ippolito and alessandro who by your conduct have betrayed the secret of your birth and convinced the world that you are not of the blood of the medici and not you alone but clement also unworthy and wrongfully pope and now most rightfully prisoner in sant'angelo why are you surprised that all are this day against you now therefore depart from a house to which you have no claim and from a city which has no affection for you for in this evil hour the family honour depends on me and this forceful lady wound up her harangue by sarcastically informing them that the medici palace was not built in order to be a stable for mules and promptly depart they did as an old chronicler commenting on this episode naively remarks the lady clarice had great power of tongue but apart from all questions of her power of tongue there is no doubt that clarice was abundantly right she saw plainly clement's scheme and how he was step by step carrying it out she saw how as a result the whole temper of the people of florence was changing towards her family she knew what a tool her brother lorenzo had been made in his hands except for a girl of eight years old she was herself the last legitimate representative of a line of ancestors who had been actuated by far different aims and she was enraged at seeing a policy so destructive to the honour of her house being pursued by one who illegitimate himself was scheming to make a second illegitimate scion of the family continue the same policy and the speech which leo the tenth had uttered concerning her was had he known it a prophetic one for had she been in her brother's place clement would have found in her a formidable antagonist she would have found means to make the course upon which he had embarked and which after her death produced the destruction of the republic an impossible one and the family honour would not have been dragged in the dust by an action which has been the cause of all the condemnation bestowed upon their name by her conduct on this occasion conduct apparently impelled by a determination to maintain the honour of her family by showing the florentines that the true medici had neither part nor lot with clement and his scheme for the enslavement of florence clarice forced the hesitating signoria over the rubicon for by this expulsion of ippolito and alessandro with the pope's representative the die was cast and it meant war to the knife with clement and clarice's bold endeavour to defend that honour of her family which she had truly said depended only on her was in its own sphere not unworthy to be set beside piero caponi's action in that same room thirty-three years before when he boldly spoke for the liberty of florence against charles the eighth clarice's character is a fine one in every act of her life she showed herself a worthy descendant of those medici who had gone before and of whom she was so proud and in this the last recorded episode of her life she showed it most she died in the following year on the third may fifteen twenty eight at the age of thirty-five while the republic was still in full power 
and while her husband was keeping away from florence and endeavouring to remain friends both with the republic and the pope she died at their lovely villa of le selve on the heights overlooking the valley of the arno near signa and is buried in the strozzi chapel in santa maria novella florence she had ten children seven sons and three daughters in his life of his brother filippo her brother-in-law lorenzo strozzi says that at her death her husband cordially lamented her and afflicted himself much and filippo strozzi in his will provided for a monument to be erected to her memory seeing that clarice my wife deserves by her virtues to be honoured by me and certainly filippo strozzi had every reason to honour one who was a most true faithful and able helpmeet to him who throughout her life identified herself completely with his interests and plans and took by far the larger share of the burden and who not only worthily upheld the name of medici but also brought credit upon that of strozzi End of section 38